0: The Miami Hurricanes are trending towards a top five recruiting class for 2023. But man, there's a certain area of the field that I especially hope gets a big time boost in recruiting. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus and a longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts, and available free on YouTube. So within the past week, less than a week, about five days. Miami's 2023 recruiting class has gone from ranked number 44 to ranked number 2023, and that was just simply by the commitments of four-star stud quarterback Jaden Rashada and four-star stud wide receiver Nathaniel Ray-Ray Joseph. And folks, the next few days are going to be gigantic. We're here on Thursday, June 30th. On Friday, July 31st, you're going to have a handful of Miami targets, blue-chip recruits, announcing their commitments. I think Miami can land one or two of these guys, uh, no question about it. You've got a big-time offensive tackle who's on Miami's radar, going to be announcing his commit on July 4th, Independence Day. I'm certainly going to be watching that streaming live on CBS Sports HQ. Uh, But when we kind of project – How the class is going to finish and we also take a look at who miami has locked in already with their nine hard commits what they refer to as hard commits verbal commits for the class of 2023 want to ask ourselves which position groups do we think are going to improve most with the infusion of talent they get in that class of 2023 so when i say improve most it's got to be a position that has room for improvement right Miami is going to be stacked with the quarterbacks coming in in 2023 when you have both Jaden Rashad and Emory Williams. The quarterback room is already stacked, right? Right now you've got a TVD probably will be gone by the time these guys get in. But Jake Garcia, Jakari Brown, it's already a really good room. I'd say the same thing about the tight end room, right? Because Miami is just crushing it in tight end recruiting for this class. They've already got. Reed McKeska and Jackson Carver, who I think are both a little bit underrated with three-star tags. Riley Williams, who is a four-star, more than likely to commit to Miami. That's going to be a mammoth tight end class. Tight end room is is already in great shape with Skinner, Arroyo, and Will Mallory, even though Mallory is going to be gone by the time these guys get in. But when it comes to which rooms, which position groups can improve most, folks, I really think that by the time it's all said and done, by the time we get to... February of 2023 and all the national letters of intent have been signed and we're, you know, essentially done recruiting this coming class. I guarantee you by that point, the offensive line, it's going to be revolutionized. We're waiting on some big commits. Okay. I, I love what Miami's got already. Right. And we need to do more of course, but if we look at the players who are probably a little bit unheralded that Miami already has locked in to the class of 2023, You've got three-star Antonio Tripp, interior offensive lineman. Again, only listed as a three-star, but this guy is a dog on the field, and he is a leader. I think we're going to be looking back in a few years at Tripp and saying this guy was a little bit underrated in recruiting. Another three-star Miami has already locked in, verbally committed for 2023. Very intriguing offensive line prospect. And, folks, if there's one thing we know about Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal is they can't identify ascending talent in recruiting, especially, of course, on the offensive line, right? They know when they look at a player that maybe hasn't played American football his entire life and is kind of a diamond in the rough, these guys understand, okay, this is the guy who's going to go to the moon with his talent, and also we have the coaching that can take him there. Frankie Tinelau already committed for this class. I believe he could very well end up being a four-star at least by the time he signs his letter of intent after playing a high school season. Like, we don't know a whole lot about Frankie Tinelau as a football player. He's an offensive tackle. He's gigantic. but We don't know a whole lot about him as an American football player because he just moved over to the States, to South Florida, from Australia uh, to play at Miami LaSalle this coming season for his senior year. Uh, He grew up over there down under playing rugby. He is tough as nails. So uh, I think that could end up being one of these guys that this coaching staff really found a diamond in the rough. So as far as who might be next through that door, who may be verbal commits coming in the coming weeks, coming months, uh, I think Miami is in a really good place for five-star Samson Akun Lola, who's the number two rated offensive tackle in the entire class. Uh, I've, I've been told kind of to watch out for this one, that, that this could end up being one that really trends towards Miami. Now I'm I'm a little bit less certain and maybe at least slightly less confident about the top tackle in the class, Francis Maui Goa. He's the one that I referenced, who's going to be making his announcement on July 4th live on CBS HQ. So I'm going to be, you're going to be able to watch his stream the same way that we watched Jaden Rashada uh, this past weekend. It's going to be on the same platform, uh, Miami is in the mix for him. Obviously, if you get the top tackle in the class, we're we're going to be doing a lot of bragging on Kane's Twitter if we can land that one. I also I have a really good feeling about uh, Miami's chances with four-star offensive tackle Monroe Freeling. He's six foot seven. Um, he's going to keep growing into his frame. Like he's only listed right now at two eighty-five. I never know when you're talking about like the projected weights of. Like players are in high school. I don't know how accurate this stuff is, but he's going to get bigger. He's going to add more muscle, uh, but he has all the makings of a stud offensive tackle. Uh, another one who's on Miami's radar, uh, a three star, probably a little bit underrated, uh, Tommy Kinsler from Ocala. He's six foot six, 330. That's already his listing right now. So, folks, I think. Uh, there's no reason to to worry about what's going to come through the door at offensive line. And listen, I think we we all learned a lesson over the last couple of weeks because some of you were freaking out about how how come Miami's only getting three-star commits? Where are the four stars? Since then, we've gotten two high-level four-stars announced their commits. So don't worry. The offensive line is going to be in great shape. I think that position group is going to improve a ton. Another one that I think is going to get a big boost, I, I hope and pray, because we need it, is linebacker. Now, Miami already has Bobby Washington as a hard verbal commit from Killian. I I don't think he's going to flip. He's not, you know, this this is one I'm not worried about signing his letter of intent. He's committed along with his brother, Robbie, uh, wide receiver, a little bit more of a blue chipper than Bobby is. But I think Bobby's going to develop into a very nice player at the U. Um, I feel really good about it. And this would be gigantic if Miami can land this one. I feel really good about four-star linebacker Malik Bryant out of Orlando. That's one to really look out for because I know that uh, Charlie Strong has been recruiting him really hard and he's recruiting that entire position group really hard. So we're going to end up with a nice class there. Miami is also in the mix for four-star linebacker Raul Aguirre out of Georgia. So I think some good players are going to come in there. And then the other one that's obvious, that's going to improve a ton and – we had a feeling this is going to be the case because class of 2023 2023 is the year of the receiver there are so many good wide receivers in the class of 2023 and some of y'all were mad last week when when we didn't land brandon Innes, like oh a five he's great great receiver but five star out of how do we let this guy leave south florida We know Miami's going to be fine at wide receiver in the class of 2023. We've already got Robbie Washington, a blue chipper, four star Ray, Ray Joseph, blue chipper, four star who just committed this week. And folks, I'm pretty darn confident that Miami, and I hope I'm not wrong about this one. I'm pretty confident Miami's going to get a commitment from five star Jalen Brown. I think that could be the next guy to commit at wide receiver. So that's going to be a position group that is really going to be uh, injected with big time talent for the class of 2023. Some other recruiting notes to look at. um, I was kicking myself for not talking about this on yesterday's episode because I had it in my notes, but it's been so busy on the show. Like we've had so much to talk about that sometimes you don't get to everything. That's why like, whoever calls this the off season, you're clearly not a Hurricanes supporter, right? Cause for Miami hurricanes fans, Cruton season does not feel like the off season. There's so much going on five-star edge rusher, uh, Jaden Wayne. He is trending heavily towards Miami. And if you look for some of the clues, Look at where he and his family are geographically locating themselves. So he's moving from Tacoma, Washington, which is about as far as you can possibly get in the continental United States from South Florida. That's where he was living. He's moving from Tacoma, Washington to IMG Academy in Bradenton to play his senior year. That puts him a lot closer to the 305. Uh, We had a couple of conversations late last week about Jaden Wayne in that this is a player that Mario Cristobal – had been recruiting since he was in eighth grade. So he knows this staff and this head coach extremely well going back even prior to his high school days. Of course, he was living in Washington State. That's very close by Eugene, Oregon. So this is a player that Mario Cristobal knows him very well and vice versa. And Jaden Wayne had a what was described to me as a stellar visit to the University of Miami last week. And immediately after his visit, we started to see you know, all the big time recruiting sites, the 24 sevens and the rivals started to say, hey, look out for Miami now. Miami's moving up on his list. Uh, and the crystal balls have started coming in with medium certainty. One hundred percent of the crystal balls are all right now pointing him to the Miami Hurricanes. Six foot five two five. He's got the type of frame where he can add even more lean muscle at the next level. So I hope he ends up being a cane. I think he'll end up being a cane. Wherever Jaden Wayne does commit, they're getting a really, really good one. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, Francis Maui Goa, the five-star offensive tackle, number one tackle in class. He's going to be announcing on the 4th of July. I hope he does it at a time that's convenient for me, right? Because, like, I guess if I'm out there grilling or something, I'll just I'll have my phone. I'll be watching the, the stream live. But, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my holiday, Francis. You're making me work. You're making me work. So uh, he's considering – Alabama, USC, Florida, Tennessee, and Miami—that's his top five. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say we were in a great spot official visit-wise because you usually want to be first or last. Um, Miami got his second-to-last official visit. His first one was to Bama. His last one was to Tennessee. So the the men in the middle were Florida, USC, and Miami. Uh, here's what he had to say. Did Maui go up about Miami? This is courtesy of 24/7 Sports. I'm very close with the Miami staff because I was close with them when they were at Oregon. He said, I developed a great relationship with coach Cristobal and coach Mirabal. I talk to them all the time, but it's not just them. I feel someone from the staff reaches out to me every day. So listen, take that quote, internalize it. And remember Miami has a coaching staff that is relentless, absolutely relentless. (laughs) Like Miami's coaching staff does not take a minute off from recruiting. Guys, he continues, Coach Cristobal is a former offensive line coach, and I like that. Having a strong offensive line has always been important to him, and it's something that he emphasizes. Plus, I got my guy Jaleel Skinner uh, out there too, our our new tight end, and I always have a good time on the Miami campus and feel at home. So there's a couple of other big-time players that Miami is now trending for that I want to talk about when we come back. Plus, I I did take some tweets from you folks out there on which position groups you think are gonna improve most with the class of 2023. We will talk about that right after we talk about Rock Auto. They proudly bring us this episode. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure like often pointless, intimidating questioning about what make and model your car is and all that? And then you wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, which you could do yourself, honestly. And they choose the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. Well, we all have computers with access to rockauto.com. I have, I'm looking at one right now. I've got one in my pocket, I've got computers everywhere. Folks, save time and money when using Rock Auto. When I discovered Rock Auto, I have not gone to the chain stores since. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same exact parts that you get from the chain store or the car dealership? For example, if you've got a Honda Odyssey and you're looking for a new fuel pump, you're going to pay $353 for that pump at the chain store. Same exact pump from rockauto.com is only going to cost you $216. Why would you deny yourself a saving like that? Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything your car could possibly need. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And folks, make sure you write Locked On Canes in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts, and available free on YouTube. So another player, Miami is uh, is trending for. I don't know if he has like a, a date where he's going to announce his commitment yet. Uh, but four-star cornerback Robert Stafford has picked up now three crystal balls this week for the Miami Hurricanes. He's now trending to Miami at ninety point eight percent. Per our friends at Kane's warning, uh, this is uh, an on three prediction machine now has him to Miami as well. Stafford would be the first defensive back to commit to Miami for the class of 2023. So if Miami can land him, he'd be the first defensive back. By the way, I want to remind you guys, Miami is also in the mix for the top cornerback in the class, five star Cormani McLean. So yeah, if things uh, if things trend the way that they've been trending with some big time commits, Miami's going to end up in really good shape at cornerback. Also, not to look too far ahead, but keep your eyes on a stud quarterback for the uh, sorry stud cornerback. We've already got enough stud quarterbacks right now. Keep your eyes on a stud CB from the class of 2024. Talking about Antoine Action Jackson from Dillard High School. Um, He recently tweeted out, stay tuned, July 2nd. So I think he's going to make some kind of an announcement on July 2nd. Uh, It's my understanding that could very well be an announcement to the University of Miami. Now, Antoine Jackson, he is a Georgia commit, but he might decommit and commit to Miami because his written, remember, this is class of 2024, okay? He is a Georgia commit right now. The understanding is uh, he's not really a hard commit there at this moment. And if he's making an announcement on July 2nd, that's Saturday. Just watch out for that one. And he was at Legends Camp last week. Legends Legends Camp 2022. We're going to look back on that as one of the most important dates in University of Miami recruiting, at least for this era, right? Like five years from now, we're going to be like, do you remember all those commits we got from everybody who visited Legends Camp 2022? It's like the greatest day ever, man. Greatest day for a Canes fan ever. Uh, So, all right, we, we got some tweets on which position groups are going to improve most through the class of 2023. Our pal MD on Twitter, he thinks it's going to be the DNs in the class, he said. And listen... Jaden Wayne trending towards Miami. Really going to help that. He says, I will go defensive end. Collins of Champo's upside plus Jaden Wayne's ability to be a day one contributor. He says, uh, this is the class that brings the star power, double digit sack numbers, and first round NFL draft picks back to our defensive end room. It was only a couple years ago when Miami had... Two first round defensive ends with uh with Jalen Phillips and Greg Russo. Now it was weird because they didn't actually play the final season together because Russo opted out of that year. So imagine if Russo hadn't opted out that year and they were both, bu- and Quincy Rocher was not bad either, who played who did play that year. But can you imagine if Greg Russo and Jalen Phillips had both played that final year in Miami? Oh man. But yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. And and listen, you mentioned uh, and, and these guys are not hard commits yet, of course, but you you mentioned Jaden Wayne, who I feel good about. We just talked about him. And I feel pretty good about Collins Achampo as well. And don't you guys forget, I will not let you forget it. If Collins Achampo, the six foot seven athletic stud, originally from Ghana, who moved over to the United States uh, within the last couple of years, if he ends up at Miami, don't forget your boy, me. No one was recruiting that guy harder than me. I have been all over Collins of Champo's potential for months now. I've wanted this guy to be you. I'm not guaranteeing it happens. I feel pretty good about it. And man, I hope it happens. Uh, we get a we get a comment from Kush Dade 11 on Twitter says uh, he thinks it'll be the cornerback group. He says, man, if we can land Cormani, or no, he says the cornerback group. And then I added to him in a reply. I said, man, if we can land Cormani McLean, it is absolutely on. So I hope, I hope cornerback ends up being a a big time uh, position group. Uh, By the way, uh, you know, we're all, we're all buzzing of course about Jaden Rashada committing to Miami this past Sunday, a number of people uh, have been asking me, I got this question, uh, most recently from James who says, uh, does Rashada's commitment mean Emery Williams who committed, I think five days before Rashada did does Rashada's commitment mean Emery Williams will likely decommit. Here's what I'll say on that short answer is no, I don't think, I don't think he will decommit. I don't think he will. Um, A lot can happen between now and December or now in February, but I think Emery Williams understood the situation perfectly. I think he knew there's a really, really good chance I'm not the only quarterback who's going to commit in this class and that Jaden Rashada could be the other one who's obviously ranked higher than Emery Williams. So that's, you know, considered to be the bigger get. Um, now you guys know how I feel about Emory Williams. I think he's got a lot of potential, and I think he's going to be a stud power five quarterback. Can absolutely be, and I, I think the coaching he's going to get from Frank Ponce is going to help him reach another level. Now, of course, when you enter into a really really crowded quarterback room like the one Miami is building, you you know some players are going to think, of, well, what if I what if I just don't get enough of an opportunity to play here, and I can get that from somewhere else? Uh, but I I think the most important thing is. Emery Williams picked Miami because he thought it was the right fit for him. And he thought the coaching here was the right fit for him. And he knew when he committed, he knew there was a really good chance he was not going to be the only highly rated quarterback coming in in this class. So I'm not expecting him to decommit. Now, what is going to happen here, inevitably, is every other big time university that needs a quarterback in that class. They're going to start recruiting Emory Williams really hard now, knowing our in, like our conversation starter with this young man is, hey, you're sharing a quarterback room with with Jaden Rashada coming in the same class. Come here. We'll start you sooner. We'll start, you know, we'll start you right away. So I think, you know, you look at, I, I don't know, somebody like University of Florida might up their pursuit for Emery Williams cuz listen it's you know it's a verbal commit they they can still recruit the kid for the next several months they might really up their pursuit for him now uh because you know they're they're whiffing on on quarterbacks left and right so they may say hey we we can convince this one he doesn't live that far away from us I mean he lives over in the the panhandle you know we're in the northern part of the state so uh, I don't think he's going to decommit I really don't cuz I think he understood exactly what he was walking into but I think that there are other universities that could really step up their pursuit for him because of the situation that he's in. Um, I I got to address something on the other side, guys. I received a very valid critique of the show. I'll tell you what that is and what I'm going to try to do to fix it right after I tell you about BetOnline.net. They don't need any fixing. BetOnline.net is Basically perfect. They're your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. I'm on there every day. You can find out all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including all your college football futures like Miami over under eight and a half wins this coming season, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so we we got this. We got this. I don't know if this is a question. It's more of a, a more of a critique. From uh, I, I think. I don't know how you pronounce this, but Wody, W-O-A-D-Y on YouTube. Wody said to me on a YouTube comment, he says, I watch you all the time, Alex. I think you're the man. Well, thank you. But you have to get more hurricane stuff around you, man. It looks like you just became a fan. And uh, you know what? I'm honestly, I'm surprised people didn't bring that up earlier. Okay? I definitely want to step up my like wall game and backdrop game. <laughs> like I've got a couple of nice jerseys hanging behind me. I've got a Jim Kelly throwback and a vintage Santana Moss circa 2000 hanging behind me, but I've got the, uh, I've got the blue and, and black, uh, pattern behind me, which is actually because I, I do, I do some Italian soccer content and I'm an Inter Milan supporter and those are their colors, but bro, you're right, man. Honestly, I I, I try to wear Kane's gear every day, at least one piece, a hat, if not a shirt. But he's right. Like, you know you know who's set up I love? I need to get one of those neon signs, like Coach Coop, where he's got like the neon hurricane sign. I need to get something like that, bro. I've also got like a couple of autographed mini helmets. I've got one from Willis McGahee and Randall Thrill Hill and a couple of others that I, I, I'm going to find a way, Wody, to step up. My backdrop and just make it a little little bit more hurricane centric. I think that honestly, that is a valid complaint. And for those of you who listen to the audio, you you know, you're not looking at me, so you don't care. Right? You know, we, we bring the audio game is tight and strong, but for the video game, yeah, should probably step it up. Um, oh, we got another comment about uh the position group to step up most in recruiting. Zach said that he wants to see the linebackers group get a, a big-time injection. Um, I, I think it will. I'll, I'll refer to what I said earlier. Charlie Strong is working hard on the recruiting trail. I feel pretty good about Malik Bryant, who would be a very big get. Um, you do have Bobby Washington in already. You're in the mix uh, for Aguirre and a few others. So I, I think I think we're going to end up being okay at linebacker. And I also I want to circle back to something – with wide receiver, okay? We've talked a lot over the last couple of months that we've been doing this show. We've talked a lot about what Miami has on the roster right now, right, when you're looking for, you know, the the potential of guys like Keyshawn Smith and Brashard Smith to become really number one types, especially in Jacoby George to become, like, more consistent because Miami lost their top two receivers last year. Xavier Restrepo I think is going to be a big time weapon in the slot um, you know Miami's got big time recruits coming in the class of 2023 no question about it you've already got you know Ray Ray and Robbie but let's also not undersell the junior college transfer that Miami just got about a week and a half ago who is going to be eligible to play right away Colby Young Colby Young is six foot four with track speed this is a big wide receiver with speed and a good cat good catch radius um you know i know that uh, com- being a junior college guy you know wasn't maybe as celebrated as the guys coming out of high school but he's got 3 years of eligibility left and he's eligible to play right away cuz i think originally they were trying to classify him as a class of 2023 but they reclassified Colby Young as a class of 2022 and he's going to be and he's going to be a summer 2 um, enrollee at the university. So he's going to be, you know, matriculating at the U in time to be a full participant in fall camp. Um, I, I think he's someone who can definitely fight for playing time and can even add more to that receiving core. That'll do it for this episode. Huge shout out and thank you to those who tune in every single day. Make sure you spread the word. We're here five, if not six, sometimes seven days a week, man, for a new episode of Locked on Canes. And guys, Make sure you make Locked On ACC your second listen every day because host Candice Cooper and the local experts of Locked On do a great job, and they take you across the ACC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On Canes your second listen. Sorry, Locked On ACC. Make that your second listen after Locked On Canes, Locked On ACC. We will talk to you guys again tomorrow. John Garcia, Jr. is going to join us on tomorrow's episode. So we're going to... We're going to break down a huge day coming up in recruiting and a huge weekend. So we will talk to you guys tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.